It's mid-season in the Nall, and uh, we're back for another another wonderful episode of Wolverine Nation. What's up, everyone? I'm your host, Mike, along with my partner, Isaac Smolden. What and up, what up, Wolverine today. Nation? How's it going? It's oh, been man. a huge weekend. We got eh? a lot to talk about. We got a lot, lot to talk about. And uh, today we're going to have on uh, Soup Can, Mr. A.K.A. Campbell Psychos. Campbell Psychos. Big commit to MSU, which yeah. I nope. would like to say recently, except that because we didn't record like all the hot, like this commitment's actually from a while ago, yeah, but yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, still within like a month. Don't, so we're we're doing our job. December twenty third, I think. Don't don't spill all the beans at the beginning of the show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> ah, let's fine, see. Fine. We got a lot to talk about though. Like seriously though, like uh, coming out of this weekend's game. I mean, what an exciting game it was against. The Ice Dogs. Can we just spend an hour on oh these my two games? Gosh. Like, I, don't think, I don't think that's enough time. Me? That's not enough time. This was... So, if somehow you're listening to this podcast and you weren't either at the games or uh, watching on wrong. hockey TV... You're wrong. I don't know how that could have happened, <laughs> but man, even if you watch these games, maybe you should just go back and take another look, because this was maybe the most exciting weekend we've had so far. It, you're already talking like... First place Fairbanks Ice Dogs, Anchorage yes. Fairbanks rivalry. And on top of that, I think uh, Kenai won against the Jets. Kenai won against the Jets. Holy cow. Like, so there was a lot going on in the Null. A lot. There's a lot going at just at the Ben. And if you want to talk about, like, what the best case scenario going into this week could have been, yeah, I think four points the weekend sweep against the number one team in the Midwest division is pretty dang good. Not, Wait. I mean, I don't know. It's all right, especially when you beat them by seven goals on Holy Friday night. Cow. Are we you got a kidding lot to me? Talk about. Let's get right into it. So, starting off the week, it's 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 crazy. We go into the first game, the Fairbanks Ice Dogs. Now, let me let me preface all of this by saying, okay, I'm going to preface this by saying, uh, Trevor Stewart has moved on. Yes, Trevor Stewart is now a D1 college what assist I think assistant Head coach assistant a assi- coach a coach, a coach uh, or I'll have to double check the UAA, press release but yeah before you which wasn't even public knowledge I didn't think until uh, we had Rob Profit on yes, in yes. the first period because when we checked the press release it was just it was a just, division 1 yeah, program exactly then we have uh Mr. Rob Profit was nice enough to come on in the first period of yeah, the Saturday game the first intermission and he's he just drops guy. that he's coming to to Anchor. UAA. <laughs> I'm like, what? For, when, when did this happen? For those of you who aren't fans or who haven't been following the Ice Dogs, I've been with the Ice Dogs since day one. I mean, it's crazy. I grew up with them when I was in high school. And uh, Trevor Stewart, uh, gosh, he's been with them for like 10 seasons. He's three won, Robertson Cups. Yes, three Robertson Cups. The guy is freaking amazing. So, one of the best coaches in the Nall, for sure. With that being said, though, uh, this weekend's game was played with a brand new coach. I asked him, I said, uh, how long have you been in Alaska? And he looked at me and he said, dead in my eyes. He said, two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so he is fresh, fresh yeah. off the plane. Yeah. Uh, so uh, there, there's that. Uh, but yeah, they came in uh, They came in for a, a weekend, sold out crowds, sold out. Obviously, a lot of Fairbanks fans there yeah, too. That team travels cool. so well. We talk about yeah, it every so week, cool. but holy crap. I mean, and like we didn't have a chance to talk about this last week uh, leading up to like the week before. But I mean, if you had asked me going into the week, like, hey, what are you hoping for against Fairbanks? I say two points. Yeah. Like, At least a game. Can we, can we win a game? Yeah. Winning a game would be great. You take them to overtime twice, just get two points. Like, that'd be awesome. You'll keep pace with everyone else. Uh, and then Friday night happens. Ugh. And the first period's close. Yep. Yep. It's two to one after one. Uh, Talon scores another goal, which was like 
20, I can't even remember <laughs> now. He's got like 28 goals. We I lost think. So him. that was 26. Uh, and then the second period happens and Anchorage just opens up a can of whoop. Yeah, kick butt. Uh, uh, opens yeah. up a can of Campbell's soup. Yeah, something like that <laughs> on Fairbanks. Uh, they scored six unanswered goals from the second, like all the way through the second and the oh, third yeah. period. After Fairbanks scores halfway through the third, there's about 10 minutes. No one scores. It's two to one after one. One minute and 27 seconds into the second period, Hunter Bischoff scores to make it three to one. Two and a half minutes after him, Talon Sigurdsson gets his 27th to make it four to one. Then Weston adds a goal late in the second period. Then halfway through the third, it's six to one. Then late in the third, like, it's you ever just, seen that Simpsons meme where they're like, stop, stop, he's already dead. It was just that. <laughs> like 17 minutes through the period, Colton Friesen gets one. Then Schmitz gets one yeah, like a like, minute bam, after that. Bam, bam. Oh, it was glory. It you was know, so awesome. You know, uh, so, it was so, so good. So actually, I think it was the first period after the uh, Ice Dogs goalie let in, what, three goals? They they, they swapped him out. Uh, you know, it was after was, four. So four it was, yeah. yeah, it was after that yeah. Sigurdsson goal in the second period. And then Kripstoff yeah. uh, comes in and... Fairbanks gives up another four. I don't even know how much of that was the goalie's fault. Like no, Anchorage was no. just blowing by the defense, getting these grade A opportunities. Fairbanks looked slow, and I think we talked about it on the broadcast. They had a long bit where they were on the road every weekend, back yeah. to back to back, just yep. playing games. And Anchorage I, had that week of rest, and they look so much faster. I, I think I think they also like the uh, enthusiasm from the crowd. You know, you come off of, of a rest week, and you get home after being gone for a month, and next thing you know, the crowd is just lit, yelling, screaming, and just next thing you know, just dump them in the goal. Just yeah, it's for sure em. big. It's you know, for sure big. Yeah, it, 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 it's crazy, you know. And I'm glad to see Fairbanks fans there. I, I, I talked to them, and they, they traveled down just to see the Ice Dogs play, which is so cool. These guys are, are true fans, and uh, I hope we've got some guys. I mean, I'll probably be going down to or up, up to Fairbanks, up to Fairbanks and, yeah. and seeing them. So that'll be fun. Yep, so there's a lot of notable standouts that I'm just going to highlight really quick from that yeah, game. Uh, Wraith and Robbins, 24 saves on 25 shots, 9.60 save percentage. That's uh, I don't Say know if... Nine six zero save percentage. Nine six zero. Nine six zero. Holy. So, God. and I don't know if uh, the plan was always to start Rathen two games back to back, or if just he played so well on Friday that they that they put him back yeah, in on you know, Saturday. I've, ta- I've talked to Coach about that before, and Coach has said if the goalie's having a good game and we're we're feeling good, he's he's going to stay in. Yep, absolutely. So I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. And I. Worked out well enough on Saturday oh, yeah. night. Uh, because other... I, I also I also asked Keith, uh, director of hockey operations. I said, "What about the lineup? Are we going to change anything up?" And he said, "Absolutely not. We're staying with exactly what we got. We're going to go." How can you same... change anything after you win by seven exactly. goals? Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got you got to ask, you know, from a broadcast standpoint. Right, but at the right. same time, that was their whole mentality. Hey, we were on fire Friday. Let's try it again Saturday. For sure. Uh, so some big, uh, some big performances from the forward core as well. The line of Sigurdsson, Weston, and Cameron Morris. Boy, I wish I... You talk about them every week. Like, can't we focus on someone else? I sure wish I could. Except they keep scoring points like it is the end of the world. All three of them had three points on Friday night. Talon had two goals and an assist. Aiden Weston, two goals and assist. Cameron Morris, three assists for the playmaker. Uh, And, you know, there's other... Lots of guys in there with two points as well. Uh, Bischoff, I know, had, I think, a couple... Um, just the whole team, whether or not they had a point. I mean, at the end of the day, the whole team was yeah. firing on all cylinders. And correction, <laughs> since I had talked about it last weekend, uh-huh. they actually went back and gave Weston another assist. So he's got really? two goals and two assists. He had four points wow. in that just in that game. 
Like, you want to talk about assists. Me? You want to talk about assists. You know someone else who got an assist this game. I think it was this game. Maybe it was Saturday. Maybe no, it was, it was. You know what I'm talking about? You know now what I'm talking about? No, okay, now I got to go check. Uh, uh, Rathan Robbins yes, picked sir. up an assist this weekend. Yes, that was pretty crazy. <laughs> and I'm confirming it was. I think it's a Saturday, It was Saturday's, Saturday's game. game. Saturday's game is second Good period. segue. Good unintentional yeah. segue. We're moving to Saturday. <laughs> so, uh, on Saturday, yep. no goals in the first period. Oh, it man. was. I don't want to say a boring game. No, I was just worried. It was just like, uh oh. Well, Maybe just the like, so back found it was something. They they looked way better. Yeah. On Saturday they came out, you know, and you knew you knew they weren't going to come out like they did Friday night because that was not their normal mo on Friday no. night. They came out, they looked, you know, exactly how they should have. A really well played, hard working game overall for both teams. Uh, but yeah, Fairbanks way better on Saturday. Anchorage gets the first goal though. Yep. Uh, you want to take a guess on who uh, scored? I was just going to say, let me guess, uh, Sigurdsson. Yeah, Sigurdsson scores again for yeah. like the 28th time. <laughs> so I'm almost tired of talking about it. Uh, Weston picks up another point because why not? Hayden Hennen, who I think had a couple points this weekend, uh, including yeah. the first goal on Friday, I mean, he picks up a point there. You look at it, though, Sigurdsson and, and all those points, it is almost, it, well, it is. It's an honor to say that he played for the freaking Wolverines in their first year. In their year. first season, yeah. That is so cool because, yeah. you know, later like how on how lucky are we? Yeah. A brand new team in their first year, and they've got Sigurdsson. Absolutely. Uh, Unfortunately, on Saturday, Fairbanks ties it up. Alexander Malinowski, his 18th, makes it 1-1. to Colton Friesen, who we had actually talked to before the game, he had a really good weekend. A little more on that in a second. Picked up his 7th, make it 2-1. to But then Fairbanks gets two unanswered, and they tie it up a couple minutes after that. Late, late in the second period, they make it. Three to two, just off kind of a broken play. Now, do and you remember? Do you remember that play? Yeah, because I, I I wasn't I, I saw the very tail end. It, it almost looked like there just wasn't the guys in front of them to help block. Well, it was just like if it's so. The second one was on the four on four. That was yeah. Ricotta coming in. We had four skaters up at the top of the circles at a certain point, and then Welsh and like all three of these goals were just like, I think a miscommunication with the yep. defense because it ended up with someone being just wide open, open in front yep. of the net. Exactly. And like we talked to Coach Aikens after the second period, yep. and we talked to Friesen after the game, and that was kind of a moment where they were like, yeah, like you could feel the wind get sucked out of the sails because you never, <laughs> you never want to give up a goal. You never want to give up a late period goal, especially when it puts you down going into the final period because Anchorage – overall played pretty well in that second period. Like I think it, we, and weren't we going like almost goal for goal there in the it, second period? Yeah, and they were up at one point, yeah. and then they gave up two answer. Now they're down yeah. by one going into the final period. So yeah. it was the first half of the third, too. They Anchorage were, had their chances, but it was like they were getting shut down by Fairbanks. They were two completely different games. Absolutely. Friday and Saturday. So two then completely. here's the turning point on Saturday. Uh-huh. It's your boy. Bodan Penasenko. Yes. With his sixth of the year. This was so this is the play where Rathan gets an assist, okay? Yes, sir. Let me let me set the picture for you. <laughs> Rathan passes to Hayden Hennon in the corner. Yep. Hayden Hennon is just trying to clear the zone and he flips it way up into the air. Big old rainbow sky dump pass. Yep. And Penasenko just is off to the races. And he's going up against Barry on the ice dogs. They're battling, they're battling, they're battling. He's getting held up a little bit. He skirt drops the shoulder to skirt by, gets in front of him. Yep. The puck squirts loose to the far side. Uh, Hardgraves dives out of the net to try to stop it. Penasenko is taken out by Hardgraves. 
dives over him on his backhand, chips it top right corner to tie the game at three goals apiece. It was like Bobby Orr meets Alexander Ovechkin (laughs) rookie season back when the Capitals were still wearing like brown, black, and blue. And he's got a tinted visor with the yellow laces. Just, you know, he's that guy out on the ice. That was Penasenko right there. And it was awesome. It was amazing. It was amazing. Now, let's not forget, guys, those listening, Bowden Penasenko speaks like... 2% 2% English and for a team to come together and to work as efficient as they do with him on the line and he knows where he needs to be is just incredible think about this you come to a country you don't know the language you don't know anything and you're on a powerhouse line scoring goals like Penasenko if you go to the Anchorage Wolverines website on the article from Saturday yep. there's a really great picture of Penasenko after that goal with Schmitz, I think, where he's just jumping oh, into the boards. It's such a good that, picture. Yes, I saw yeah, that Yeah, you'll have to go check that one out. That one's amazing. So <laughs> we go, end of the third period. Mm-hmm. There's like a minute left. Mm-hmm. Anchorage gets a penalty. And I'm like, oh, no. Like, they just got back into this game. And yep. like now, and Fairbanks was 0 for 5 on the power play on the weekend at that point. I was like, uh-oh, they might be due. Like, one minute left in the, this isn't good. Nope. Anchorage kills it off. They get the point. So now I'm like, okay, okay, they got the point. So they're going to start overtime down a man. Like, but you know what? They got the extra point. Like, you know, if they still have a chance to kill this off. They, I, I think they gave up one shot in overtime on the kill, four on three. That's pretty impressive. Puck goes all the way down, back to four on four. You're waiting for the stoppage so it can go to three on three. Just keeps going back and forth. No stoppage, no stoppage, no stoppage, no stoppage. Anchors carries it down. Puck's loose on the back door. There's like two shots in there. Hargraves is sprawled out. He had a really great night, by the way. But unfortunately, he's not superhuman, and he can't stop freezing, who barrels down the near side of the ice, has the puck squirt out, stops from behind the net, circles around, slams it home. Bam. Game over. Four points swept. <laughs> Fairbanks swept. The whole bench cleared It was that. nuts. I it lo- was nuts. Listen, I looked up after that goal went off. I mean, I'm, do- I'm doing my thing, right? What I got to do. I look up, and I see nobody in the bench, and I see the ice dogs coming off. And I'm like, did... Did, did the team just come up? I couldn't really see him because the corner, but they were all, the whole team was just on top of them. It was nuts. It the was crazy. building went wild, but oh, <laughs> such a good goal. Not even like pretty, but just hardworking. They found a way to get past Hargraves. A lot of those goals were just like rebounds, just, you know, guys battling away in front. So they get the win. They get four points. I mean, and they make up three points in the club 49 cup. Yep. They make up three points in the standings because Fairbanks gets one off the overtime, overtime tie. Loss, yeah. But, but wow. I mean, what what a weekend! Yeah, I mean, when when you're playing like that and you're down to a minute, I, I'd say even down to two minutes, uh, taking a penalty like that when you're trying to score the winning goal can be very detrimental because now it's a five on four and anything can happen. And you know, the so four on three is scarier. When, the four on three is scarier to me because there's so much more open ice. Even when it was yeah. like four on four, you saw Fairbanks take advantage of that with Ricotta. Just like all it takes, five on four, you still got nine bodies out there. When it's four on four or four, like yeah. you know, especially yeah. four on three, yeah. it takes one mistake and yeah. bam, that's it. But I mean, I, I was thinking when they pulled that when they pulled that penalty, I was like, oh, here we go. I mean, this is it. We got it. You know, we got it. But uh, you know, going into overtime, I, it, it's funny. I don't know. Did you hear like a like when that clock ran down, did you hear the whole crowd go, over? Oh, you know, like they were oh, excited yeah. for some overtime it action. Was, oh, this was <laughs> maybe the the most wild I've seen the Ben Bokies since opening weekend oh, was man. against Fairbanks. I mean, it's the Anchorage Fairbanks rivalry. Just it brings it out. Which you know means, what I mean? Which means they're gonna want some skin with that, you know, 
They're going to want a pound of flesh lady. when they come back. Yeah. Or the next I think, time we see them. I think the next time we play them, and I'd have to confirm this, but I think the next time is in Fairbanks. And the last time they were in Fairbanks, Anchorage got swept. So yep. they've played yep. each other six times in the regular yep. season. They split a series in Anchorage. They got swept in Fairbanks. And now Fairbanks got swept in Anchorage. So this rivalry is only going to get more and more juicy the longer oh. the season goes on. I think... Again, I'd have to check because I don't have the schedule pulled up right in front of me right now. I think they have 12 games against each other total on the season. I think it's one more series against Fairbanks in Anchorage and two more in Fairbanks. So there's a lot of there's a lot of hockey left between mm-hmm. these two teams. And I mean, I feel That's like crazy. we're late enough in the season we can start to talk about playoffs. This is this is a possible playoff matchup. Mm-hmm. You know, could be a two three. Could be for that matter. Could be a you know. A Midwest championship series. Like there's a lot of playoff and implications on the line. When these two squads come together, they're both so good. Their goaltending Hardgraves on. He was the only reason that game went to overtime in the long run. He played so well for Fairbanks on Saturday. You see their pads. I pointed that out. That's pretty cool. They have the little ice ice dog dog in the middle. That's so cool. Yeah. But I mean, coach, if you're listening, we need something like that. (laughs) That would be pretty. That would be pretty sick. Keith Hook Hook Rathen and Shannon. Yeah. Keith is all about like the jerseys and the equipment. You might be able to talk him into that. But uh, so, so overall on the weekend, Rathen Robbins. I think he ended up with like a nine four one save percentage. Another great game on Saturday. Friesen three goals and an assist, including uh, two on Saturday. One of which is the overtime game winner. Yeah. Sigurdsson had like five points. Weston, I Don't think, say that picks so up much like five five points. I mean, <laughs> how can you? How many times am I going to have to talk I w- about this kid? Want, He's just wanna, so good at hockey. Why couldn't camera, I be that good at hockey? Yeah, I want to put a camera in like his family's living room while they're watching and just watch their parents just explode ah, every time. <laughs> He's ah, like, yeah, his dad's pretty cool. Yeah, Raythan's dad was just super excited. Raythan's, son, I saw, son, I saw Raythan's dad after the game as well. They were, oh, I mean, how could you not be in a good mood? Everyone was watching the Wolverines win yeah. and drinking Anchorage Wolverines hockey lager oh, from dude. North Forty Ninth State Brewing oh, Company. You had a couple. Those, I definitely had oh, a couple. Those those blueberry had a couple after the Friday night oh. game. That was a fun. That yeah. was a fun game yeah. to be a part of. Me and Keith uh, <laughs> on. On Saturday, though, I had the the Rupert. That blueberry cream soda is pretty good yes. too. So yeah, I guess it's very I, addicting. After all the ad reads I did on the broadcast, this is your reminder, folks, yes, that sir. if you come down to the Ben Bokey for the rest of the season, you heard me right. The rest of the season, you can get yourself a blueberry cream soda or an Anchorage Wolverines hockey lager from North Forty Ninth State. Brewing. Brewing company. Now, make sure you grab the glass, the collector's glass. The collector's glass yes. is sweet. Yes, do you I still have it. yours? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they look so nice. I collect them. Anchorage collect Wolverines them. established 2021 full color. They are so yeah. great. I got it, I got it in my Mark, freezer uh, right now. Uh, Merchandising is doing a pretty good job there. Yeah. No, those glasses are sick. And the, uh, the drinks aren't that bad either. So maybe stop by. Next time you're at the rink, stop by and look for some of those. Because, man, those are... That's good stuff. What they got going on there. So, so let's uh, let's look forward to next weekend. Yeah, right well, now we've it's, got... it's going to be a weird game. It's going to be a very weird weekend because yeah. uh, it's Friday and Sunday. Right. So uh, that's going to be a little weird. So it's an updated schedule. If you haven't yep. seen it yet, so Friday night, seven o'clock puck drop against Janesville. Yeah. Then Saturday we have off. Yeah. I don't know what you're going to do with your Saturday. Probably, probably sleep. Yeah. Maybe might sleep. be a good idea. I got stuff to do around the house. So and then uh, Sunday at four o'clock. Mm-hmm. That's when the that's when the second game of the series is. Yeah, against the Janesville Jets. Last time they were in town, Anchorage gets the sweep 
hoping to do so again. Janesville coming off a rough week, and I think Kenai won uh, two or three or three or three. It was nuts. Oh, did they, they play three games? They think they did, and Kenai, I'm going to check right now. They looked, Kenai looked really good this weekend. They, I don't know if they have enough time you know, it, to it, get back into like the playoff picture at this point, but... Yeah, you know, I mean, they it's, win. It's, it's crazy because I've always wondered about this, and, and, and it always shows. But not only do you have to have good players on your team, and you got to have good lines, but it's also the coaching staff. And For sure. when you change up some of that stuff, especially the coaching staff, you can see a difference. For and sure. it's crazy because it's the same players on the same lines. But a, new, a whole new coaching staff comes in, I mean, and the look team at changes. The, look at the Vancouver Canucks this season yeah. when they go to uh, Bruce Boudreaux. Look at what's going to happen to the Oilers. It's because I mean, I am totally I been thinking? Am I been thinking about this the whole wrong way the whole time? Because I thought like ninety percent of of wins come from the players, really. I, you know, but there's something to be said for for the coat, the staff, in the locker yeah. room as well. I mean, yeah. but. Anyway, yeah, this isn't an NHL <laughs> podcast, so I'm going to stop talking about the Oilers and Canucks. Uh, Keenan, by the way, two Canucks. out of three this weekend. Yeah, so yeah. let's take a look at the standings really quick yeah, before we yeah. have our interview with uh, let me, let me, Campbell let me, let me, uh, let me bet here. Let me bet. Uh, I'm not looking at the standings. For those of you who can't see, you know, I'm not looking, but I'm going to go ahead and say Ice Dogs still hold the lead because they have more games played. Correct. Uh, I want to say we're third. We are. And then second is probably going to be Springfield. Still Springfield. So okay, right good, now, good. so this is, so Anchorage had, they lost all their games uh, in hand that they had because mm-hmm. they were playing like a lot of three game series when they were down to the lower 48. And now they've got them all back just because they had like that weekend off and they had only two games this weekend. So Fairbanks has played 39 games. They're four games, or excuse me, three games. Yep ahead of Anchorage with 52 points. Springfield has played four games less than them. They have 50 points. So right now, all Springfield needs to do is win one game. They're going to jump up to first place. Mm. Uh, Then Anchorage in third, 36 games with 45 points. The Wilderness, now here's something interesting we can talk about from this weekend. The Wilderness swept the Magicians, and they are now in fourth place. Six points behind Anchorage with two more games played. The Wilderness are one point behind, however, with a game in hand. Mm-hmm. But uh, Wilderness have looked really good the last couple weeks. And We've only played them once here, I think, right? Not at all up not here. All. So I think there was the yeah. only... That's, I'm thinking of the Jets. The Jets yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was the three games against the Wilderness on the road trip. And Anchorage, so I think, one, two out here. of three. They're yeah. due to come they're, they're coming up in March, I believe. Ooh. And they play... I think we only play them six times. So I think the three games in March are the only times they're up here. Going to be interesting. Yeah, then Chippewa, who was in fourth place, they're now down to sixth place with 36 points. And Janesville with 35 is just one point behind them. And then Kenai is 12 points back of that. So it's like... Anchorage, Fairbanks, Springfield, they're the upper echelon right now. And then we have mm-hmm. four teams that are within four points of each other fighting for that number four spot. Well, it's that time uh, in the podcast where, uh, like I said, we got a special guest today, uh, Mr. Campbell Soup himself. Uh, Campbell Psychos is going to call in and uh, we're waiting. Oh, there he is. He's right there. Let's get him on the phone. All right, we're joined now by number six of the Anchorage Wolverines, Campbell Psychos. He currently has four goals and 17 assists for 21 points in 31 games played on the season. And recently, he announced his commitment to play at the number one ranked Minnesota State Mankato. How's it going today, Campbell? Good, how are you guys? Not too bad. First question off the top, uh, everyone... 
yeah. who's got the last name Campbell that I know. <laughs> Nickname is always Soup. Like, it's just a classic. So is that is that one that you've got with the boys or is, like, n- not a fan so much of that one? No, yeah, it's definitely been my nickname since I uh, since high school, and uh, Keith calls me Soup Camp. So really, I, I was I was thinking uh, Psychos. I would call you Psycho. I mean, your last yeah, no, I haven't got I haven't gotten that one. <laughs> your last name is just like so unique. I remember when I was right before we started the season, that was the one I had to practice the most because I had butchered it for so long going into the season but uh soup soup's a good nickname jack campbell a lot of other you're in some good company there so uh minnesota state mankato you're the second commitment uh to be announced from the wolverines there's three now obviously i think uh xander's over at our pi and then we got talon at arizona state and you're the second one to happen during this season so can you walk me through the process a little bit just tell me what happened how long they were talking to you and uh what made you decide to make the decision to commit to MSU? Yeah, so uh, I I got in text from my high school coach because his brother-in-law is actually the head recruiter at MSU, it's not not. So uh, he let me know that he was coming to watch me this uh, that weekend against the Wilderness and we had three and three when we were in Minnesota. So, uh, I mean, I was a little nervous, but I didn't really let it get to me. And uh, he watched uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then I met with him after the game on Sunday, and um, he was like, hey, we like your play and stuff. We're going to kind of just keep in touch. I'm going to watch some of your games back on Instat, our like, video app we have. So kind of just kind of expect to stay in touch kind of thing. And then uh, I went home. So then we were, we were in on break there after that Sunday game. Everyone went home. So I was at, my, I was at home, and then Tuesday morning, I got a I got a missed phone call from him because I obviously slept in. It's pretty, but he was like, he's like, uh, hey, is there any chance? Like, I know this is like super abrupt, but is there any chance like you can be at the Verizon Center at ten like ten thirty tomorrow? And that, I mean, I live fifty minutes from Mankato, so I was like, yeah, I'll be there for sure. So I like nice. head over there at ten thirty the next day, and I uh, got to visit the campus, and then I went on. Uh, They'll tour their hockey facilities, and obviously those are amazing. And uh, and then I went into head coach Mike Mike Hastings' office for a, we talked for probably half an hour, an hour, just about kind of how he runs things around here, and if he thinks this would be good for, like good fit for me. And as uh, I thought it will, like I I think it will be. So I'm uh, I'm pretty excited for the future there. So obviously I was, that was actually going to be one of my questions for you was you're a native of Minnesota. So is MSU actually the closest big college campus to you? Yeah. So like MSU's 50 minutes and then like the U of M like the Gophers are like an hour and a half. So yeah, I Mankato's definitely the closest. That definitely makes it a, a bit of an easier decision than I'm sure. Is that, is that who you rooted for growing up? Yeah, so I'm originally from Fergus Falls, and I moved to Albert Lee the summer eighth grade. So, my my grandparents have always been from Albert Lee. So my grandpa was always a MSU fan, and I I went to MSU games growing up. So I actually got a little jersey with my last name on it from when I was a kid. Nice, <laughs> still in the closet. So, so yeah, fortuitous, I guess. I remember uh, back in the day when MSU would play UAA all the time, and they would just beat the wheels off the Seawolves every time they came up to Anchorage. Uh, that Oops. was that was back in the, the dark days of Seawolf hockey. It looks like it'll be coming up bit. more too. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so I got a question. I heard a story about you getting onto the team, onto the Wolverines team. Can you can you talk about that? Like like you went to the camp and uh 
uh, didn't make it, right? Yeah, so I skate in Casson. So Mike Aikens, our head coach, obviously, he's from yeah. Rochester, Minnesota. Yep, yep. And uh, he, I skate at this Casson place. It's like 20 minutes from Rochester. So he, he runs the skate sometimes. He comes maybe like once every three weeks. And I was there one day, and he's like, hey, I'm the new head coach of this Anchorage Wolverine team, expansion team in the mall. We're running this pre-draft camp in Grand Forks. Like, I can send you information if you're interested. Like, that we have no vets, obviously, because we're we have no like veteran guys because we're mm-hmm. a new team. So as no like as no one, I think like there's some potential for you. Because I mean, anywhere else, like you're battling eight like veteran guys that have been oh, there yeah. for two or three years. So, so I was like, yeah, like any opportunity I can get. So I signed up for that, and I went to Grand Forks, and I I did not play great. <laughs> I didn't have the greatest camp. So I, uh, so I I play three games or whatever. And then after the uh, second game on Saturday, he posts this, the all-star list or whatever. Yeah. And I was not on it. Oh. And I was, I was pretty frustrated. Not, not like I didn't deserve to be on there. I didn't play well enough, but I was just frustrated myself. Cause I didn't think that I, I put like what I had out there. So anyways, he's like, he says like, if any guys are mad about this list, like we have a young guns game in the morning and we'll be taking we left some spots open we'll take like one to one to three guys to the next game or whatever so i was like you know what i'll go to that so i was an age out so i was like uh i was like dang <laughs> young guns game like all these kids are 15 and 16 i'm 20 years old i'm like oh gosh like whatever so i went out there the next morning i i mean i just played in the game and then after he's like campbell and like two other guys he's like you guys can stay out for the all-star game so i I went in, whatever, got my jersey changed, played the all-star game. I thought it that was probably the best game of the weekend. And then I went into my exit interview with uh, Keith and Aches, and I uh, sat down, and they're like, uh, like you, you obviously didn't have the greatest camp, whatever. Keith said he's got good connections in MJ and the SJ, like Canada. Like, those are some options. Mm-hmm. And he was like, like, we have 14 or 13 defensemen that are coming to our training camp that we really like. So I, and then obviously I played at North Iowa in the NS3 last year and they went in all this year. Yeah. And I had their tryout lined up after this one. So he said, go try out for North Iowa. And if that doesn't work out, give me a ring. So I went there, went to North Iowa, made the all-star game in North Iowa, got cut in the all-star game. So I was like, Dang, I'm kind of in a stick situation here. Like, do I just go back? Cause they have a Mason, the Mason city Toros in the NA3HL. Yep. I was like, do I go back there or do I just send it up to Anchorage? Or <laughs> I just kind of leaning back and forth. And then I, so we reported on the 14th. I, I think I called Aches on the 12th. Yeah. I was like, hey, I got my flight booked. Kind of just not really giving him an option <laughs> in a little way. <laughs> nice. Move. I was like, I got my, yeah, I got my flight booked. And he's like, okay, well, we're reporting on the 14th. So flew up here and got an opportunity. And luckily it worked out. So I'm yeah. very thankful that. You can give me that opportunity. You know, it, it sounds a lot like what my boy went through this past season. You know, we were we were we tried to make a, our local city team here in uh, Wasilla, and and that didn't play out. And the coaches had connections, and then they called, and he tried out for like three other teams, and that didn't work. And then he finally found himself on the Oilers there in uh, Anchorage, and it's been the best thing. So sounds like you're kind of on the same path he that he's taken. So I I completely understand uh, everything you just said. It, it's crazy. It's crazy. You're covering like so many of my questions while you're talking too, because the <laughs> The next thing I was going to ask you about was your time in the three show. Cause I played there too, but I was in the frontier. So for those of our listeners who don't know, 
uh, North Iowa has been to the like for the NA three playoffs. I don't know how many years in a row, but yeah. they're one of the best teams in the NA three. That's why they had the opportunity to move up to the Nall this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Cam, I was checking your your stats on the on the NAHL website, and you had fifteen games played in the NA three. 2019-2020 season where you got showcased that year no i ended up I, I played before my high school season at north iowa okay thank goodness because if we had one more player on this team <laughs> that has beaten me in a junior <laughs> hockey game i don't know if i could handle it because we lost in north iowa we lost to shane's team in rochester oh, so that feels better uh so then one more question for you you're an age out this year uh 2001 birth year so you're one of the older kids on the Wolverines. Does that, uh, you know, how does that play out with the team? What's your interactions like? Does it almost feel like you're kind of the the grizzled vet, even though there's there's no vets of the a team that's in its inaugural season? Tell me a little bit about that. No, you know, I think like we don't have captains this year. I don't know if we're planning getting them or not, but I think that's kind of that's kind of like a. I think that's almost a positive for this team in a way, like. I think it makes other guys step up and be leaders. Like you don't have to be an age out to be a leader. You don't need a letter on your jersey to be a leader. And I think, I think that's kind of the nice part about our team is like, if something needs to be said, like even if it's like Danny Reese, he's a 2003, Bish, he's a 2003, like those guys can step up and say what they want if they want to. And I think all the guys respect each other enough to listen to each other. So I think that's, that kind of plays a big part in that. And I think, like I know, like like the rookies and the vets thing, whatever. I know Keith and Aches, like at the beginning of the season, they're like this team's not having that. And I mean, it's been it's been fine without it. So I think like we're a pretty tight group. I think everyone loves each other a lot. So I think we all respect each other enough. Like if if some someone sees something that someone else doesn't in their game and they say it, I think everyone respects each other enough to like take that as advice rather than like criticism. You know. Well, Campbell Psycho Soup, thank you so much for sitting down with us today. It was a pleasure talking to you. Just such a great story. Uh, congratulations again. Big commitment to MSU. And we're looking forward to seeing how the rest of the season plays out. But almost certainly we're looking forward to see you moving forward as well as you take the next step into Division One college. Yeah, thank you guys. Yeah, I, better get a, I better get a signed rookie card, man. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, we'll see, eh? Yes, sir. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, again, a big thank you to number six of the Anchorage Wolverines, Campbell Psychos, for chatting with us. Uh, another big s- milestone in the Anchorage Wolverines inaugural season, our yeah, so second cool. ever commit. And uh, he's been having a really great season. I'm Psychos happy for has. him. I'm happy for yeah, him. I mean, absolutely. it worked out. Everything happened for a reason, you know, getting cut, not getting cut, you know, good playing for there, playing for that. But uh, if you look at the time, it is now the end of the show. It's time to go. <laughs> it's, time it's time to, to go. go. So as much as we love you, Wolverines. Remember Friday yes. at the Ben Bokey at seven o'clock. Sunday at seven four. Tickets o'clock. at AnchorageWolverines.com or at the door thirty minutes yeah. before puck drop. Check us out on all of our social medias. Yep, I think yep. we're getting a game recap from last weekend up. All the articles on AnchorageWolverines.com along with some nice pictures from this if, weekend. Yes, if you are watching the hockey broadcast, please send us pictures of you in your living room watching the game. We want to put that on TV. You know, just email it to us. The email address is live at AnchorageWolverines.com. That's L I V E at AnchorageWolverines.com. That's, that's it. And uh, just like that, guys. We'll see you at the bin. I'm Mike, and for Isaac, we'll see you later.